Hey guys, it's Ashley from Wholesaling Out of the Box. Thanks for tuning in for chapter four of Traction. So go ahead, Sean. Sorry. <laughs> Still working out this intro, guys. It's hard. <laughs> What's up, guys? All right, so we're back at it here talking about the Traction uh, or the book Traction. And uh, chapter four is the people component. Um, it all comes down to getting the right people in the right seats. The right people are the ones who share your company's core values. They fit and thrive in your culture. They are the people who enjoy being around and who make your organization a better place to be. I mean, who wants to get up in the morning and not enjoy what they do, right? Like, that's a very important piece. Nobody wants to wake up and be like, ah, oh, shit, man, I got to go to this place again, right? It's got to be fun. It's got to be what they enjoy. But having the right, I say the right ass and the right seat is the most important part, right? Very, very important. Um, in this chapter, uh, you will be introduced to your second EOS tool, which is the people analyzer, which will cut through the murkiness of personnel choices to show you who the right people are for your company. So what this look like is core values plus people analyzer equals the right person. Pretty simple, right? Right seats means that each of your employees is operating within his or her area of greatest skill and passion inside of the organization and that the roles and responsibility expected of each person uh, fits that person's unique ability. When a person is operating in his or her unique ability, he or she is in the right seat. One of the obstacles is uh, gaining traction and achieving your vision is that the roles, responsibility, expectations, and job descriptions are unclear due to structural issues. A hazy structure uh, may have gotten you where you are today, but it will not take you any farther. Um, a common mistake, a central, uh, a common mistake uh, that initials creating a structure to accommodate people you like or you don't want to lose. That sentence was horrible. <laughs> when created a structure to the function um, efficiently, you must take down the long view. Sometimes it means eliminating or changing the seats that no longer are relevant. Um, the breakdown through the ceiling or break through that ceiling, you must make sure you have the right structure in place to get to the next level. The lead, this leads us to the accountability chart, the ultimate tool for structuring your organization the right way, defining roles and responsibilities to clearly identify what that seat's responsibility is. So the next part of this would be unique ability plus an accountability chart equals that person in the right seat. So right people, when you have an answer to the question, what are your core values? You now have the ability to define who the right person or people are for your organization. It's important to note that whatever your core values are, they don't make the people who don't possess them right or wrong nor do they make them good or bad. They just don't fit in your company's culture. Now, the people's analyzer. The people analyzer is designed to clarify whether you have the right person in the right place or not. This is one of the top five tools of the EOS. Uh, the people analyzer can be paid, I think it's in this book at a, page 84 or 87. Um, right seats. Once you are confident you have selected the right people, it's important to get them in the right seats. That means all the people are obtaining or operating in their unique abilities. And those abilities are clearly defined in the roles and responsibility. A seat cannot be created until the organization is structured the right way to lift up your company to the next level. To create that structure, 
uh, you'll use a powerful tool called an accountability chart. This is a supercharged organization chart. <clears throat> so I'm going to stop there for just a second because the next piece they talk about um, is the accountability chart. I want to go back to this um, few pieces here that we're talking about, right people, the people analyzer, and the right seats. So this word, unique ability, is a powerful word. <clears throat> and I feel as though it's very defining on who that person is in their role and whether that one, are they good at it? Two, do they like it? And three, do they fit those two pieces in order to actually put them in that role? And then they're going to talk about, or we'll talk about the accountability side of that. I want to speak to that with who we have on here right now, as far as Ashley, her role, what she does, and then Cam, his role and what he does. So you, in the beginning, and this has actually been a lot, but Ashley came on as a part-time person. And it was to help me organize, get things going a little bit. And then lo and behold, realized like, wow, she's really organized and I'm not even close to organized, right? So how do I get better at that, which is what she's really good at, right? She's better at email. She's better at charts. She's better at Excel docs, like all this kind of stuff that ultimately allows the organization, right? Me as the owner trying to get organized in order to like all of it flow down to the rest of the company. So Ashley's unique ability is she's highly organized and she's very, very good at building and um, I want to say brainstorming with ideas to execute on them, right? So I get to be the visionary that comes in with all like the monkey wrench ideas, right? And then Ashley helps organize that to um, turn it into fruition or execute on it and make it happen and then get the person that does the transaction side of it to actually perform that piece. Um, Ashley, I wanted you to speak to that for a second and what you think about that. Yeah, um, we, we really do talk through a lot of what Traction has to say just in our everyday business dealings. And so earlier this week or last week, I think it was, Sean said something about me being the executioner. And I was like, every time you talk about this, I just imagine me like pulling the lever on the guillotine. <laughs> and I mean, in some respects, that's true. That has to be like, I, you know, I set everything up and then I have to pull that lever on the guillotine and either the guillotine works and, you know, it helps or it fails. And I guess whether or not you still have your head that you know, good or bad thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, my, my role is that Sean will come to me and, and say, you know, what if we do this or what if we do that? And it's either a toss up between, okay, I think we can do that. We need to talk it out more or Sean, we're already doing something similar and he'll be like, okay, well, I think we need to do this, 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 and this with that. And I'm like, no, we've, we've already got the process. <laughs> like, go back to your lane. It's fine. <laughs> um, one of the things for, uh, that I think is important about, you know, that unique ability too, is being able to recognize it in yourself and in others. And it, you can kind of see as we're doing different uh, tasks throughout the day, what people are excited to jump on and do and what people are not excited to do. And I'm sure you guys can tell with me because I'll be like, okay, yeah, I'll do this now or um, send me an email and I'll get to it when I can. And depending on how busy the day is, of course, but you can kind of see what I don't want to do and what I want to push off. And I think that's important to know because 
as you know, you're building your company because we are the people that are building it, we get to kind of decide what we like to do and what we don't like to do and what we want to push off to make those, to create those seats or those spaces for the things that we don't want to do that someone else might like to do. Cool. Um, so the other part was having Cam in his role. So Cam came on and joined us as acquisitions originally, and he was doing that part-time while in the military. Um, and then he retired from the military and was looking for a new avenue, new business. He was going to stay in real estate, <clears throat> played in the insurance game for a minute, and then decided like, nope, that's not me, and then wanted to come over to real estate. So coming over as a full-time um, person with Full Circle allowed him to open up and do a lot more things, right? So then he took on the role of dispositions and then was able to build a few things. So Cam, I wanted you to speak to what that's like doing acquisitions, dispositions, and building some pieces that were into the marketing side. Um, and then knowing that you've built those and now you're passing them off, I wanted you to speak to like what you feel as though your unique ability was and the roles that you came in and took. Um, so I would say one of the unique abilities I have is um, to sit back and observe the process, right? And then figure out maybe some ways that it could be better, but definitely ask them the questions first. I've never liked to just change things arbitrarily, right? Maybe there's a reason why they are the way they are. Um, so as I've moved into dispositions and even um, a lot of work in acquisitions, um, to sit back and observe the process and see how it works and kind of identify, you know, with a new set of eyes, right? What does work well and, and what maybe could just be improved. It's not broken. Maybe there are some broken pieces, right? But just kind of laying those out and, and getting in front of the team and um, not necessarily making um, unilateral just changes, right? Without asking for input. Um, so I guess being open-minded, and um, observing things and then making sure you're making an educated decision, I think is one of my unique abilities. And I also like to talk to people on the phone. So that, that goes well with acquisitions. Um, I honestly have a good time in my office every day, um, just with wireless headphones, right? Talking to people. That, the best part is when you're on the phone talking to people. I don't have to be in front of a computer, running comps and all that, all that stuff's important, but that's not, it's talking to the people and trying to figure out how I can help them. That's really the most enjoyable part of my day every day. So I, awesome. I have to be on the phone, but I look forward to carving out. There's two hours that needs to be on the phone. Everything else needs to stop. I just need to be on the phone. That's awesome. So if anybody listened to that, you're hearing the unique ability is talking with sellers and now into the dispositions role of buyers. Um, so that is that role. And if you can hear it in Cam's talk, it's something he enjoys doing. Um, Cam had mentioned to me offline or wrote me a text and was like, man, I'm so pumped after being able to come on and do this. That's a really good feeling as a business owner to get that from somebody that works with you because it means they're enjoying what they're doing. Right. And I, I enjoy watching that because then that means that that person is going to be super successful and they're going to enjoy, they're going to build and they're going to grow. Right. So anybody listening to this, just keep that in mind in your hiring process that this is back to, what I think is the people analyzer and back to the core values of this, which ultimately comes back down to that person's unique ability. Just because you have somebody, um, and I'm going to use Ashley for an example. Let's say like we had a sales call go down. Could she do it? Maybe. Does she want to do it? Hell no. Right? So like there's a very defined line in what people's best unique ability and roles are and make sure that they fit that. 
right? And keep checking in on that person every two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, you know, like, hey, how's things going? What's happening? How are you feeling? Are you like overwhelmed? Are you, are you enjoying this? What do we need to get things off of your plate? Like, this is a big piece of this pie, guys, that you have to pay attention to when, I mean, this is the people component, right? Hiring the right person, putting them in the right seat, okay? Um, so the last part that comes up is the accountability chart. This tool does not assume there is only one way to structure an organization. You could read 100 books on organization development and find 100 different options of the way to structure any organization. The key question in this, what is the right structure to move your organization forward in the next six to 12 months? Next to the VTO in the accountability chart has the most impact of the EOS tool. It forces its users to view their organization in a different way to address people's issues and to have holding them or not holding them back for years. So the accountability chart can be found in the book. I think it's page 88 or 110. Um, so that's something that you really want to pay attention to. And that's something that we as a company, as you're hearing this recording, we are defining even more today, right? So we are doing the flow charts. We're writing things out. We spent six hours in an office one day with post-it notes all over walls trying to figure out who goes where to do the what and the best way of getting it done right and that's something that i wish we had done a long time ago but that's all part of growing right knowing where you're going and cam always uses a, a phrase of like the line in the sand to find right like i'm going towards that line in the sand i love that comment one because i like the beach but the main thing i hear here is that you're defined in where you're going right? You can see it, you can follow it, and you can define where you're going in that line, okay? So <clears throat> the data component. Um, here, this well, is that's, a... That's going into chapter five. Oh, okay. Well, then we'll... Yeah, I'll... so <laughs> let's, uh, let's just kind of do any final thoughts we have on okay. accountability, um, right people in the right seats. So, Sean, what are your final thoughts on all of that and how, how we as a business can move forward and how anyone that's listening or watching who might be newer can kind of start on the right foot by structuring their business to have the right seats and the right people. Yep. So in the beginning, you do everything, right? You're the cook, the dishwasher, the cleaning the bathrooms, running the register, running the books, like you're doing all of it, right? What you have to understand is, is you need to draw out what you want your company to look like and you need to find out what piece you need to pull yourself out of that is not the highest use of your time so that you can that's the 80 20 rule right there's 20 percent of the work that's being done is getting you your money but 80 percent of the rest of it has to be done in order for you to do the 20 percent right so the way I would think about this is if everybody says you're like looking at your, comp your company at a 10,000 foot view from down and how to bring it up, right? So when you're looking at it on a chart, you're talking about the owner and down to the pieces and how does that come back up to that chart? So I think it's highly important to draw out what you want your company to look like. And if you don't know what that looks like, find somebody local for anything youtube university it right like you could go out and find flow charts and you can go out and look at anything to do with business operation or business workflow right that's a really big piece that just recently i've realized that we're having to restructure because we have different people in the company 
right? And then now we're going to bring different people into the company. So I would suggest from a person that's been in the industry for 10 years, if I would go back and tell my younger self, take the time to write it out, structure yourself, what you want your company to look like, and then start taking yourself out of those positions, but making sure you're putting the people in the right position. Yeah. And adding on to that, just knowing that you can't necessarily take yourself out right away. So right. we, when we were in that office for six hours the other day, we discussed different things that are going to be pushed off to other people as we restructure or reorganize everything and knowing like, okay, this is going to take at minimum two to three weeks and this other thing needs to come first. So it's going to be a long process to get there, but to know and to say, okay, this is our due date and this is what we're going to try to get to by that due date on restructuring or reorganizing is very important. Cam? Yeah, and I would say uh, mainly about the accountability chart as you start out from the position as you start out. A lot of people um, start out real estate investing and maybe they want to partner up with somebody, right? They want to they join up with somebody. And that's, that's great. That, that can be good. But um, be careful of joining up with, you know, who you get along with versus who you work well with, right? Um, and the accountability chart in a structure and you sitting down with that person think about okay so i'm going to do this and you're going to do this and we're going to lay it out we're not crossing each other's lanes and you're making sure that those those division of labor right i'm doing this make sure that is your unique ability and he's doing this or she's doing this make sure that is theirs and if it's not if it's a drastic fit like your like your example of can ashley docks the sellers well yes does she want to no well if this is ashley then her responsibility probably shouldn't be talking to sellers, right? That's not her unique ability. So spend the time to do that. <laughs> it'll, it'll save you a headache in the long run. Yeah. And really just defining that out and knowing that as you grow, new things are going to come up and you're going to have to have some of those, what sometimes can be a hard conversation and what sometimes can be an easy conversation saying, okay, well, whose job is this? Because we have that even as something new pops up, Sean and I will go through this all the time and we'll, even as good as we are at a lot of things, we'll be like, oh, I thought you were going to do that. No, I thought you were going to do that. Okay, in future, whose responsibility is it to, I don't know, pay the electric bill or whatever? Okay, now that we know that, we can move forward and that's fine. And how do we make sure it doesn't happen again? So for something simple like that, that's easy, but there might be harder conversations or harder calls where it's like, okay, well, this doesn't really fit either of us, but it has to get done. So who's going to do it better or who has more time to do it and weighing that kind of cost benefit analysis just on the tasks. Time value of money. If I can relate anything to anybody that listens to this show or this recording, <clears throat> time value of money is most important in communication. Have your lines of communication open in every way possible. We have Google Hangouts, which is how we keep up with each other. <laughs> and it's a most, most important piece. So we'll let Ashley take us out. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening, guys. We'll be back next week with chapter, what are we on? Five? Yeah, chapter five. And we really hope you're enjoying this series so far. Let us know either in the reviews or come to our website, reach out to us. Everything is in the show notes. Let us know if you like what we're doing here with Traction because we can definitely do it with another book and let us know if you have suggestions for that as well. We like feedback. We like criticism as long as it's constructive. And 
that's about it. Have a great rest of your day, guys. Hey everyone, it's Ashley with Wholesaling Out of the Box. Thank you so much for listening to our episode. We hope you enjoyed it. We've got a lot more content coming for you on your podcatcher of choice, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, all of the above. So we'd really, really appreciate it if you would be willing to write a review if you have the time today for us down on whatever, wherever you're listening to this, because reviews help us so much to get in front of more people. And it lets us see what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong, what you're interested in, things like that. So give us any kind of feedback. Sean and I are always saying we like all feedback, all uh, constructive criticisms so that we can get better, so that we can give you the content that you're looking for. So if you could leave us a review, that would be magical. And that's, that's it. Thanks for listening.